You are listening to Real Relationship Talk, a podcast helping married and pre-married couples build lasting love from above. Got problems? Let's solve them. Because real trials need real truth. Now it's time to get in the game with your relationship coach and host, Dana Shea. Well, hello, everyone. This is Dana Shea, and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. I'm so happy that you are here today on episode 76. We are going to have a conversation today that I think affects many marriages. This conversation affects many relationships. This conversation is maybe a conversation that you find yourself a part of, even though you don't want to be a part of it. And today, my friends, we are talking about why women won't initiate sex. So let me just start off the bat and tell you that obviously this is a generalization. If you're a woman, it doesn't mean that you never initiate sex, and it doesn't mean that all women don't initiate sex. But by and large, if you take any given couple and you compare it to the next couple and the next and the next, you're going to find that a majority of those couples will have the husband in that relationship, the man, right, saying something like, I wish my wife would initiate sex more. And the reason that I'm using the terms husband and wife is because on this podcast, we talk about sex from a marital standpoint. And so if you're not married, you're free to listen along. You're free to continue to listen to these episodes. All of the episodes in the Shameless Sex series are talking about married sex. And if you need more context on that, go back to the previous episode, which is episode 75. And that episode is about why married sex is the best sex. So I just want to put that little disclaimer out there. So this is really a conversation more specifically as to why wives won't initiate sex. Now, I have heard from my husband, so this is like real world experience here, right? I remember Sean saying this to me a lot. I wish you would initiate more. I wish you would initiate more. And to be honest, I didn't really know why I wasn't initiating. I I couldn't really give him an answer as to why I desired him. I loved having sex. It wasn't like I was against it or I was afraid of it or didn't want to have it. I just was totally fine with him doing all the work. And so today I'm going to share with you eight reasons why I believe that women won't initiate sex. So let's get into this. Numero uno, I believe that the reason why many women don't or won't initiate sex is because of faulty social or even religious training. We have been conditioned by our society. We have been taught by the church that good girls don't desire sex. That sex is kind of something that boys think about a lot. Men think about it 35 times a day, right? We've heard these stats and these quotes out there about how often men think about sex and how little women think about it. So if you do have a higher sex drive as a woman, a lot of times you are shamed into believing that something's wrong with you. Maybe you've been told that you have an abnormally high amount of testosterone in your body. Maybe you've been told that you have some sort of sex sexual dysfunction, or there's maybe even a sin issue in your life if you desire sex more. And so because of that faulty social conditioning, and because of even some of that faulty spiritual or religious teaching, 
many women won't initiate. They don't feel like they have permission to. They don't feel like good girls want sex. So if they have been trained that way their whole lives, then it makes sense that when they become wives, they don't know how to initiate. Or if they do know, they feel ashamed. They don't feel like they have the right or permission. Or maybe they feel like initiating somehow makes them look fast. Right. Like when I was growing up, my mom and my aunt, used to always talk about those little fast girls. And those were the girls who were more sexually free, if you will. They were the girls who were more um, in, in tune, I guess, with their sexuality. And so they got this label placed on them that they were fast. I didn't want to be a fast girl, so I made sure that I kept all my little stuff locked up and, you know, I I didn't try to be sexual at all, which is a good thing. I mean, you shouldn't be trying to be sexual if you're 12, 13 years old, okay? But my point is, is that if you don't have then something that switches when you get married that says, oh, okay, so now I can completely release. Now I can just completely be sexually free and available to my husband, then you will never learn to initiate. So that's the first reason, I believe, is just faulty social or uh, spiritual conditioning. The second reason that I believe that many women won't initiate sex or don't initiate sex is because they feel awkward. They don't know what to do. Again, as I was saying earlier, if you grew up in a household or an environment that taught you that being sexual was wrong or being sexual was dirty or good girls or ladies don't act that way, well, then when you get married, sometimes you just don't know what to do. Who has really taught you what to do, especially if you were not sexually active before you got married? And so sometimes it's just an issue of not knowing what to do. And lucky for you, I'm going to give you four tips at the end of this conversation of ways that you can initiate sex, okay? But that's the second reason that sometimes women just feel awkward. They feel weird. They feel like, I don't know, I mean, this is kind of weird. This is kind of silly. Like, what am I doing? And so that's the second reason is just that some women, they just simply just don't know what to do. The third reason I believe that women um, either won't or don't initiate sex is because of a fear of rejection. Now, I could easily say this for men, too, because the truth of the matter is neither male nor female wants to be rejected when you are literally at your most vulnerable point, right? You are naked, literally. And when you initiate, there has to be a reciprocation. A lot of people are afraid that if I initiate, what if I'm rejected? For a woman to initiate is a pretty big deal. And so if maybe she's initiated in the past and has been shut down or she's initiated in the past and God forbid her husband just totally rejected her, well, obviously that would play a factor into why she doesn't initiate now. But even if she's never been rejected, just the fear of being rejected, just the fear of stepping out and doing something different and trying something new and then not being accepted is sometimes a a huge stumbling block for women as to they can't just get over it. They can't just, you know, put it out of their mind, just try something like a lot of women really, really deal with this whole fear of rejection. And so that could be a very, very possible reason as to why she's not initiating sex. All right. The fourth reason, and this is just really super practical, and I know that this sounds like an excuse, but it really is the truth, is that sometimes women are just too tired. 
You guys, women have so many responsibilities that are put on us. Many of us, most of us, I think, are expected to be these domesticated divas, right? Like we're expected to cook and clean and raise the children. And the men get to, quote, help out, which is like a huge soapbox of mine that we will not get on on this podcast, maybe another episode. But men, let me, can I just say, if you help with your children, you are literally raising your children, You don't get brownie points. You don't get kudos. You don't babysit your own children. You had the child or helped to produce the child. So you are just simply raising your child. Okay? You're welcome, ladies. All right. So let me get off the soapbox. I said I wasn't going to get there. All right. Many women, though, are just tired. Many women work outside the home. Many women run companies or run businesses, and then they come home and they're running a household. And at the end of the night, they are tired. And so if you want to know, if you're a man listening to this, what can I do to help my wife? You need to help take some responsibilities off her plate. And listen, even if she doesn't work outside the home, I was a stay-at-home mom for eight years, I believe. Like, being a stay-at-home mom is no joke. You are with your children 24-7. You are running around. Very few women who are stay-at-home moms are, like, sitting on the couch watching their TV shows all day. That is this horrible generalization that I don't know of many uh, stay-at-home moms who live that life, okay? They are busy, And it's tiresome raising littles. And so sometimes your wife just might be tired. Sometimes maybe if you're a woman listening to this, you're just tired. And obviously there's some things that we can do to help alleviate that. But again, I know it sounds like an excuse or just an out, but sometimes the sister might just be tired. All right, number five. Many women have a lower sex drive than men. I kind of alluded to this earlier when I was talking about testosterone. And so there is the testosterone hormone that gives most men that energetic sex drive all the time, right? That that idea that we have of like this man just being like ready to go at any time. Most women do not have the same sex drive as men. Now, obviously, as I said, this is a generalization, right? Because there are some women who do have super high sex drives. As a matter of fact, I have coached couples where the wife is the initiator, where the wife is like, listen, my husband needs to get it together. My husband needs to respond more to my advances. And so I get that. And I'm not minimizing that. Where I'm speaking to is for the wife who won't initiate sex. A lot of times it could simply just be a biological issue. Her sex drive is not on overdrive, okay? Her sex drive might be lower. We did a podcast episode called Lopsided Libidos, and I'm going to link to that in the show notes of this podcast. But I want to encourage you to find that episode. Go back and scroll through and find that episode because it's really, really telling. And I think it will be really, really helpful for those Couples who are struggling with trying to find that balance sexually, with trying to find their groove. And so just understand that it is okay to have different sex drives. It's normal. I think probably every single couple has different drives, whether your uh, wife or whether you, if you're the wife, has the higher sex drive or the lower sex drive, there's usually an imbalance. And so, of course, there are things that you can do to kind of bring that balance a little closer. But I don't know that it will ever be like perfectly balanced where you're both like 50 If you're wife or if you're the wife and you're at 10%, then obviously this is going to make a difference in how often you initiate, if you initiate at all. 
All right. Number six is, I believe, kind of talking a little bit, going back to number one, where I said that most women were taught as socially conditioned, if you will, to allow the man to to do most of the initiation. Well, the truth of the matter is most women like the chase. Most women want to be pursued by their husbands. And so if you have a good initiator like I have, then you're like, hey, I mean, this is a pretty good deal for me. You do all the work and I just get to enjoy it, right? And so the truth is, is that if you are a husband and you are listening to this podcast and you want to know how can I help my wife, well, maybe you need to step back from initiating a little bit. This is going to sound a little counterproductive because you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like if I'm not initiating and she's not initiating, then nobody's initiating and we're not doing anything. Listen to me. When you give your wife space to come into her own, and I'm going to talk about these four steps at the end of this podcast where you're going to see how you can initiate if you're the woman. But if you're the man, if you give your wife some space and you let her know that you still are pursuing her in other areas, my brother, she will learn to initiate. Okay, and so for some of uh, you, if you're women, sometimes it's just honestly, you just like the chase and you like the fact that your husband is a pursuer and you like the fact that your husband initiates. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we just have to learn to initiate, too. We can't leave the brothers out there just doing all the work. Okay, number seven. And this is super important. This is probably one of the most I think common reasons, other than fear of rejection, um, one of the most common reasons I believe that many women won't initiate sex is because she feels emotionally disconnected. Now, we all kind of know this in our heads that women need that emotional connection before the physical connection. Most women, again, I feel like I have to keep giving this disclaimer, right? Because I know that there's going to be some women that are like, I don't need no emotional connection. I can go from zero to 100 like that, right? But for most women, we need some sort of emotional connection. If we feel disconnected from our husbands, if we've been fighting or arguing or not getting along or not speaking or not seeing eye to eye, it is very difficult for many women to then get in the mood. All right. Like, it's so funny. Sean and I will talk and, and, you know, if I'm ready, like, let's say I'm in the wrong which doesn't happen very often, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but if I'm in the wrong, right, and, and I move toward him, right, like I'm initiating, he's ready all the time. Like, he doesn't need me to apologize for anything. He's like, oh, no, 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 you're good, you're good, let's go. You know, I could never do that. Like, literally, if we are not getting along and Sean were to come to me, like, initiating sex, I would be like, what in the world do you think you're doing? You know, we have got to clear up this this chasm or whatever this is, this this fight, this argument, this lack of communication. We got to clear that thing up first before I even feel like I'm in the mood. And for many women, they're literally walking around hurting because of things that have happened in their marriages. And some of those things have never been addressed. Some of those things maybe have been addressed, but they haven't been rectified. And so it's like she's walking around with this gaping wound. And then the husband is like, how come she never initiates? Well, because her mind and her heart aren't in it. And so if you're a woman listening to this, I want to encourage you. One of the things that you can do is to be honest and be open and be vulnerable about your heart condition. I know that it's scary, especially if you have a husband that isn't very compassionate or doesn't seem to care about the things that are concerning your heart. But if you're walking around with these hurts and these gaping wounds, then I can give you all the tips in the world to initiate. You're not going to do it. 
And so I think it's super important that couples understand that in order for a wife, for the most part, to feel confident enough to initiate sex, she's got to be emotionally connected to her spouse. All right. Our eighth and final reason that I believe that many women don't initiate sex is because they are either emotionally or physically overwhelmed. This kind of goes back to the being too tired thing. Now, when I said being too tired, I literally meant being physically tired, like going to sleep at eight o'clock at night because she's so exhausted or crawling into the bed finally at midnight after she's done all the things and just being so exhausted physically. But what I'm talking about now is more so just being drained, just being burdened. You know, for the most part, women, we take on everybody's burdens. If our children are having a bad day, we're having a bad day. If our coworker is going through something at work, we're going through something. I mean, we really have to work for the most part to compartmentalize those emotions where men generally are much better at that. Men can have an argument with their friend and come home and completely not think about that argument at all. That would be very hard for most women to do. And so women, a lot of times we carry these burdens, we carry other people's pain, we carry fears, we carry frustrations, we have all these concerns and worries. And sometimes all of that just gets in the way. We feel overwhelmed. Maybe we have things going on at work. Maybe there are concerns with our family, our extended family. And all of that, it isn't meant to draw uh, a disconnect with our spouses, but sometimes it can. And so for that reason alone, many women won't initiate because truthfully, that is the last thing, sex is the last thing on her mind. She has got to save the world, not have sex with you, husband. And so I think it's just very important to understand that women who are not initiating sex might not be initiating because she's got the weight of the world on her shoulders and she just doesn't know how to let it go. Okay. So there are eight reasons why I believe that many women won't initiate sex. You might have some other reasons, and I would encourage you to head over to realrelationshiptalk.com and find this podcast episode. You can always comment on all the show notes and let me know maybe some other reasons that you think women don't initiate sex, or maybe you have a question about one of the eight reasons that I mentioned. So now let me give you four easy ways that you as a woman can initiate sex, okay? First thing is you've got to talk. <laughs> you've literally got to open your mouth and say, I want you. I can't wait for tonight. I'm really looking forward to spending time with you tonight. Wink, wink. Like you have to open up your mouth and you have to declare your desires, Okay, and for some women, that is so hard to do because, again, most of us were not raised or conditioned to be so sexually forward, even with our husbands. We're just not that's just not most women's M.O. And so to say out loud, like, I kind of want to have sex with my husband tonight, like that's not the norm for most women. And so give your wife, if you're the husband listening to this, give her some grace. You know, if you're a woman and you're like, there's no way I'm going to tell my husband that. Well, then number two, text. Okay, so the first thing that I want you to do is to talk. But if that's just too much for you, text. Send him a flirty text. Send him a picture. Now, be careful with sending pictures. 
okay? Because as you know, there is no such thing as privacy anymore, all right? And your husband might be in a board meeting and that picture pop up and there you go, all right? So you have to be obviously discerning of what kind of pictures and when you're gonna send those, but maybe a flirty text, maybe um, something that would show him your desire. You can be creative. You know how to do it, all right? And so try that. Send a little text. Send a little, sometimes just a heart emoji or um, something that lets him know this isn't just good morning, hope you have a good day, all right? This is something letting him know that after work, when he comes home, there's going to be a little something, something, something waiting for him. Okay. So if you can't talk about it, then text. All right. The third thing I want you to do is I want you to look and to smell good. All right. This is beneficial for you and for him. All right. There is nothing that makes me feel sexier than when I am fresh out of the shower and I have all my little Bath and Body Works. This is not an endorsement for Bath and Body Works, FYI. But however, if Bath and Body Works would like to sponsor this podcast, I am open to that. Okay. But I have my, my, my fragrances on and I've, you know, I'm, I'm taking the time to prepare myself for our session, if you will. Okay. And so, looking good, smelling good, taking care of yourself. I talk to women often about keeping yourself up and men. Obviously, men don't get a pass. You need to keep yourself up too. But a lot of the work that I do in this area specifically is to women. And so encouraging women to, you know, put on something that makes you feel good. You don't have to be in high makeup and high heels, all right? But put on something that makes you feel good. Put on something that accentuates your goods, all right, you might have a body conscious uh, personality. Maybe you're self conscious about your body. We talked about that in previous episodes, but you've got to love the body that you have. It's the only body that you're ever going to have, okay? Unless you pay somebody to give you a body that doesn't really belong to you. But I digress. Love the body that you have and dress your body well. There are a million gazillion blogs online that will help you to dress your body well. Wear something that feels comfortable, but wear something that lets your husband know, hey, I still got it and I want you, okay? Look good, smell good. That's number three. And then the last thing is touch the man, okay? Touch him. Like touch is so powerful. You can touch in all kinds of ways. All right. I mean, do we need to really, do I need to explain this? Okay. I will explain this to you. Touching, give him a massage. You can start at his shoulders and work your way down. You can start at his feet and work your way up. You can just simply massage his scalp or run your finger along the side of his face. Touch is super powerful. It's very connecting. And so touch your husband. Be creative in your touch. Let your touch linger. If you're laying in the bed, play footsies. If you're sitting at the table, play footsies. If you are walking by him, grab him, touch him. Do something physically to let him know that you're interested. That little, little thing can go a long way. You don't even have to say anything out of your mouth. So for those of you women who are like, I'm not doing the talking, okay, no talkie, touch, touch him, okay? And you will notice that he will respond. Most men, they got it. Like so many times women are like, I don't know, what if he doesn't get it? He'll get the message. 
Trust me, he will get the message. Okay, you don't have to worry so much about that. But what you do have to do is to make a commitment to step outside of your norm. I remember, again, you know, I was perfectly content with our sex life and I still am. But I know that there were times that Sean was doing all the heavy lifting, you know, and there was something inside of me one day that just kind of a light bulb went off. And I was like, you know what? I think that I need to help the brother out a little bit. I think I need to make him feel desired. He makes me feel desired all the time, but I need to make him feel desired. Ladies, can I tell you how important it is for a man that he feels that you desire him? And this is why we're talking about this today, because if you can send a signal to your husband, it could be a wink. It can be a licking of your lips. I mean, it could be all sorts of things. Y'all know how to be creative, but do something that lets him know that you desire him. You know, a lot of times we talk about women having body issues and women not feeling confident. But the truth is there are a lot of men who have body issues and a lot of men who don't feel confident. And as men age and as they compare themselves, just like women do with younger men, right, just like women compare themselves with younger women, your touch, your desire can make that man feel a hundred feet high. And so today I want to encourage you to find something this day to do to initiate with your husband. So that's our show for today. I gave you eight reasons why women won't initiate sex and four ways to learn to initiate sex. I hope that this has been very helpful for you. And I hope that all of these episodes in the Shameless Sex series are really helping you to not only enjoy sex, but to start doing some things differently. You know, I think that sex is not the most important thing in a marriage, but it is very important in a marriage. And my goal, my desire is to help you to thrive in your relationships. So thanks so much for listening. Again, the show notes for this podcast and every other podcast that we have ever done is on realrelationshiptalk.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And if it means something to you, then write a review. I would certainly love to hear from you. So that's all for our show today. Have a great week and take care. Thank you for listening to Real Relationship Talk with Dana Shea. Find the show notes, helpful articles, and more relationship tips at realrelationshiptalk.com. Enjoying the show? Be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember to subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.